Hello and welcome to another episode of Hesse and Maven. I am Justin. I'm Raven. And on this week's episode, we've decided to dip into the supernatural, mm. as it were. Talk a little bit about ghosts. <laughs> that might be copyright, Raven. Don't do that. Um, <laughs> uh, but yes, some spooky stuff ahead. Um, the interesting thing, Raven, is that your no- phone making noises? I'm going to have to Sorry, politely... Sorry, I recorded that whole thing on accident. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to ask to. you to just politely put your phone on airplane mode. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. We're We're working. And <laughs> so, um, I guess, should we talk about our beliefs in ghosts first, or should we get into some ghost story? I think we should go over our beliefs first. Sure. Um... I'll just start it like this. Do you believe in ghosts? I don't know. I really want to because I think that if ghosts are real, then that's like an afterlife that's real, which is comforting and I'd like to believe it. Mm-hmm. Um, but no ghostly thing has ever happened to me. Like I, I've discussed this pod topic with like some coworkers and like people, and they're like, "Oh yeah, this weird thing happened to me Same. once, and this weird thing happened to me once, and I believe that this and this, my grandmother's perfume, I smelled it one time, and then she died." And they have like all these stories, and I've not a single story like that has ever happened to me. Right. So I've never, I don't know, like nothing's ever happened where I've been like, ghosts might be real this is gonna be a weird pod because there's dogs and babies afoot and all kinds yes. of noises might happen so apologies in advance yeah there's gonna be a little background noise in this one potentially so just get ready for that um but yeah i don't i don't know like i believe the stories that people tell me but because i just never see it firsthand it's hard to believe Mm-hmm. yeah I don't know. And I just feel like ghosty stuff, it's like always at night in the attic or like the upstairs bedroom in the corner and like on a windy night and there's a window open somewhere and yeah. Yeah. So I just, I don't, I don't know. I'd like to, but I need something. I need a, a modicum of proof. Proof. Yeah. Just a smidge. Just a smidge smidge of proof. For yourself. Yeah. Because it's hard. Ghosts are one of those things where, like, you could have your best friend be like, so this happened. The glass just flew off the table. And it's like, yeah, maybe it did. But also, probably not. It probably didn't fly off the table. It it probably was on the edge and it fell or or whatever it is. Um, So then, like... I don't know. For me, I don't believe in ghosts. No. Hard I and do fast? hard and fast. Well, sort of. I'll explain. I don't believe in ghosts. I don't think that they're real. Okay. And but I also don't want to go to a haunted house or somewhere where apparently ghosts are. Yeah. Um, because I'm a scaredy cat and I don't like scary things and I don't want to be proven wrong to my face. Yeah. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't want to like sleep over at a haunted house or anything. Right. Um, but also I'll sit there and be like, 
that ha- that house isn't actually haunted. There's no such thing as ghosts. And then they'll be like, oh, cool. Do you want to go on this ghost tour at night in the middle of the night? And I'll be no, like, terrifying. absolutely not. No. I'll be like, oh, but here's, I, I have many issues with the whole thing. Number one, how come ghost hunters have like a, a very specific type of technology that also could attribute to a million of other things and not necessarily ghosts? You're yeah. like electromagnetic frequency generator thing like emf whatever Uh that could be set off by so many other things not just ghosts and then you have like the the talk box thing or the voice box thing oh yeah you know what i'm talking about where yeah it kind of just it like runs through a million different like I don't know, almost radio like AM, FM, yeah, yeah, radio frequencies, and the ghosts can manipulate it and get it to say specific words. Yeah. But guess what? It's always one word, two words, and it's That's random as fuck. Like noises, like, and it's like ah. random noises. And recently I learned the word apophenia. Okay. Apophenia is when you search for patterns that necess- don't necessarily exist. It's essentially like coincidence. Okay. You're looking for something. So if you believe right. in ghosts... Then when that talk box just goes, you're yeah. like, oh, my God, it said my name, Rebecca. And it's yeah. like, did it say Rebecca or did it say Mwah? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, so I have a lot of issue with that. I have a lot of issue with, like, there are, in, there are several TV shows that have been long standing with ghost hunters and supernatural hunters and stuff. And what do they have to show for it? Yeah, nothing. A blur sometimes or this and that. And that's one episode out of 100. Yeah. Where most of the episodes are like, oh, didn't find anything again. I know. That's pretty much... I love BuzzFeed Unsolved, but that's pretty much every episode that they have is that they go to different places and Ryan gets super scared and not, they don't find any proof. But there's one where they go to, like, the old old town jail or old city jail mm-hmm. in South Carolina somewhere, I think. And they're recording and, like, it's weird. They're recording... I don't know if it's, like, on stairs or something, but you see, like, on the lower level, like, uh, something that walks by, and it literally looks like a human just, like, walking. Like, yeah. you see the leg movements of them walking. And Shane is like, well, it could have been someone who works here. It could have been someone who wasn't supposed to be down there. Could've yeah. Been. Which, by the way, is the reason that I think nighttime places and haunted houses and old jails and asylums are so scary, in my opinion, is because... If you go there at night, even if you go in the daytime and you're in, like, a basement and it's fucking dark, like, I'm always afraid, like, what if someone's down here? What if yeah. a homeless person is down here? What if a scary killer is hiding out in here? I like, know. That or is an animal. Part. Rabid rabid rats or yeah. something. Like, yeah, there's a million different things that would freak me out. The scariest part of BuzzFeed Unsolved is when the pigeon flies out, when they're inside or, that or haunted bat. ship or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah that's... I just... I don't know. I'm such a hardcore skeptic and stuff like that. It would be so hard pressed to get me to fully like switch sides and believe that ghosts are real. Here's my other big thing. I once had a very meaningful and good conversation about ghosts with my buddy, Andrew. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about ghosts and this and that and different things and our beliefs on them. And, um, my thing is let's say ghosts do exist. I struggle to believe that a ghost is going to be like a fully formed person who's sentient enough to try and like change the frequencies of this 
device to communicate with you and do all this stuff. And in reality, I think it's just going to be this like untangible spirit. Yeah. And it's going to be just like an energy source kind of thing. <laughs> fuck. Fuck. All right. And we're back. Sorry for <laughs> I had to pause because the dogs and my sanity are going right out the fucking window. Um, what was I talking about? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I Yeah. I just if if ghosts exist, I don't think that they're like intelligent or even like borderline sentient. Like, yeah, it's like this total trapped source of soul energy or whatever the fuck you want to consider it. Like an orb. Like an aura kind of vibe. Like, that's all that is there. It's not, like, a tangible thing who's like, oh, I don't want people in this house. I'm okay. going to push this off the shelf. Or, yeah. I, I hate men, so I scratch at them, and I just right. don't buy any of that. Yeah. I, I, like, if ghosts exist, I think that it's, like, just energy. essentially energy. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've heard, like, some different arguments. Like, I heard one person say, like, the whole idea of, like, you can neither create nor destroy matter. Mm -hmm. So, like, where does it go? And da-da-da-da. And it's, like, that's BS. Mm -hmm. Because I don't think that person has a full understanding of that particular law of thermodynamics. Yeah. (laughs) Because, like, it's just so silly to me. Like, what do you mean? Where does it go? Like, you burn a candle and, like, afterwards it's much lighter, but did you trap all of the smoke to weigh it? Like, get out of town, man. And, like, how much energy is lost through heat and light and all those different kinds of things. I just, I don't buy it at all. But, um, I do feel, the more I talk to people, Mm -hmm. I do feel like I am in the minority. Yeah, I think most people, it, brings them like some amount of comfort to believe in ghosts because then people that they've lost are still kind of hanging around as opposed to just nothing yeah you know what i mean so i think a lot of people are hesitant to be like no ghosts are not real they're nothing yeah i i would be interested to talk to um like people of different faiths Mm -hmm. just to out of curiosity kind of Mm -hmm. see what the deal is you know because like i remember in college when we were reading hamlet the very beginning of hamlet if you don't know hamlet is visited by his father's ghost okay right and the story of hamlet is essentially lion king right his dad was killed by his uncle his uncle marries his mom gross anyway um he's visited by his um his dad and this freaks Hamlet out, not just because, like, holy shit, I'm seeing ghosts, but also, like, that means if you're here as a ghost, that means you're not in heaven. That means that you're in, like, either, like, depending on the specific faith, you're either in, like, limbo or mm-hmm. purgatory. Even, yeah. Um, which is, like, not great. a super great place to be. It's yeah. not hell, but mm-hmm. it's not heaven either. Yeah. Um, so I, I would be interested to talk to, like... Yeah. You know, someone who practices Islam or someone who practices Judaism or mm-hmm. do Buddhists believe in ghosts? <laughs> like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's kind of interesting just to think about. Um, but, yeah, after talking to most people, um, my buddy Goose has, like, the same thing as me in terms of he was like, I asked him about it and he was like, 
I don't really believe in ghosts, but I also don't want to be proven wrong if that makes sense. And I was like, brother, that exactly makes yeah. sense because that's exactly how I feel. He's like, yeah, because um, his uh, his wife and my friend Luna, she believes in ghosts, and sometimes she'll be like, hey, do you want to go to this haunted house? And he's like, why? Yeah. Why go to the haunted house? Mm-hmm. So that I. Either A, I'm proven right and you're going to be sad that ghosts don't exist. Or B, I'm proven wrong and I'm going to be scared for the rest of my life. <laughs> like, yeah. there's no upside. Um, yeah. I think people want to believe in certain unexplainable things. They, you know, mm-hmm. um, not everybody needs hard, concrete evidence yeah. for things. Especially when it's something that's kind of, like, in a way, harmless. Yeah. Like, you believing in ghosts doesn't, like, take away a certain group's yeah, rights. So yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. your opinion on whether or not ghosts exist isn't, like, it doesn't affect changing the laws of the country yeah. or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't affect how you vote, I hope. Oh, that Ooh. would be wild. Um, we have to think about the ghosts. We have to think about the ghosts. Guys. Go- no, never mind. Um... <laughs> Okay. So, yeah, I also talked to a bunch of my friends, talked about how they felt about ghosts, what their vibes were and everything. Um, Out of everyone I asked, 90% of them were like, in some way, shape, or form, were like, yes. So, And it was varying degrees. Some people are just straight up like, yes, ghosts exist. I've experienced them. This is what's up. Other people were like... I kind of think that it's possible and da 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 kind of like that agnostic almost vibe. Yeah. And then very few were like me where they're like, no, ghosts don't exist. Yeah. But also, let's just let that lie. Yeah. <laughs> let's not even research it because spooky. <laughs> yeah, very spooky. Um, and we got a couple... Between the two of us, we got a couple messages in from friends and stuff mm-hmm. about different t- potential ghost stories and yeah. stuff like that. Um, if you if you don't mind, I would like to start and kind of go over. Uh, go ahead. Um, so I have a friend Nicole who I play D and D with mm-hmm. occasionally, um, and she apparently was like hardcore. Personal experience was like a hundred percent. They, mm-hmm. they exist. I've experienced them and all this different stuff. Um, apparently, she had a house back in Virginia that she used to live in that was, like, haunted. Okay. Um, she said that there were, like, lots of lots of stories that she could give. She gave, like, two sort of really quick ones. Mm-hmm. Um, she says... Uh, I think the scariest experience I ever had was when I was about eight or so in my family's old pool. There was a sliding glass door that led inside, and when I stopped swimming around for a minute, I looked at the back door and saw this figure waving at me. Imagine the dude from Scream, but inverted. So long white robe, black face, glowing white eyes and mouth. and mouth. It was freaky as shit. I didn't go back inside for a long time. That's scary. That's super scary, yeah. Wow. And the skeptic part of my brain is going, you're probably in the pool for too long, holding your breath for too long, came up, had a little bit of asphyxia, and, <laughs> like, your mind was playing, your brain was playing tricks on you. Um, like, maybe it was the, you know, difference in light or whatever, you know. Like I always you, think, like, maybe, you, like, if you had sun in your eyes and you saw, like, a bed sheet hanging 
off of something and and you look at it the wrong way you're squinting and it looks like who knows what it looks like yeah i don't know that's scary that one is she was eight she said she was eight years old yeah she says most of the stuff i've had happen wasn't necessarily scary sometimes weird or perplexing like we had this purple bowl for popcorn that was literally all we ever used it for and it was always stacked with the other mixing bowls it went missing for months. She italicized months. It went missing for months. And then all of a sudden, one day, we opened the cabinet door, and there it was, chilling with the other bowls like we hadn't been searching for it. That's like the story our mom told uh, told me when she moved into this house. Oh, she God, couldn't yeah. find the remote or something. And then she was going crazy looking for the remote. And then like one time she went to her bedroom, and it was like right plopped in the center of her bed. She swears that it was our great grandma Green. Yeah, giving her the remote. Shout out, great grandma Green. Yeah. What a homie. Um, yeah, that one is even less convincing for me as a skeptic. Yeah. Like obviously, like part of this is like you're taking this person at their word mm-hmm. that this is how this happened. Right. And you don't have all the details. It's not like I'm going around like an investigative journalist. And I'm going to ask every member of the family under a lie detector test and be like, "Did you put the bowl back?" Hey, Dad, you fucking lost the bowl. Yeah. And then you found it, and you were embarrassed, yeah. so you fucking just slipped it back and didn't yeah. tell anybody. Mm-hmm. That's like my first thought. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. But <clears throat> that being said, pretty crazy. Yeah. Because mom swears by the whole. Grandma Green put it the remote. On the bed. Do you call it a remote? Call it a clicker? No, I call it a clicker. Interesting. But for these purposes, I threw remote in there because mm-hmm. I know not everyone says clicker. Yeah, I find that no one says clicker except for our family. <laughs> like I stopped. I have worked it out of my vernacular without even thinking about it. Oh no, I still say it. All my friends know clicker because I say it. Mm. Growing up, my friend Aaron called it the changer. That's wrong. <laughs> That's wrong. Hey, hey, blood good. Wrong. <laughs> wrong. Channel changer. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy stuff. Um. I have one. If you don't have more. I'm so sorry. I can't stop yawning. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um. Number one, stop yawning. Number two, um. What are yours? Go for you. Okay. Do yours. How about that? So, <laughs> uh, so my best friend Alyssa wrote in. Um, I did not read this yet, so this is the first time I'm reading this. Uh, she wrote, okay, so um, our old house, we had spooky stuff happening all the time, but the worst thing that ever happened was to me. I was home alone doing homework in my room. My mom and um, sister were at the grocery store, and I heard my mom's voice call Alyssa like she was home. So I went downstairs to help her with groceries, but when I opened the front door, she wasn't there. So I freaked out and went in the kitchen, and like the psycho I am, (laughs) thanks to my mother, I grabbed a knife, like a big scary knife, and in my brain, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to have to attack someone, so I'm going to burn them too? So I start heating the knife up on the stove. I was like 13, so I was doing the best I could. But as I'm standing at the stove, we had this storage space that was above the kitchen, And I hear this big stomping like someone walking across it and it had a pull down ladder that would land in the hallway. So I hear the sound of the ladder hitting the ground in the hallway and I freaked out and went into my mom's bedroom. I'm sitting on her bed with the hot knife and Tina, their chihuahua, who was also freaked out like her ears are back, her tail's between her legs. And I know 
something is fucked up. I'm calling my sister crying like someone's in the house. I don't know what to do. And as I'm sitting on my mom's bed, someone starts banging on the door. It was just the sound of two hands hitting my parents' door over and over and over again, but they never came in. Eventually, my sister and mom came home, but I refused to leave my mom's room until they came to get me. We searched the house. Obviously, no one was there. No sign that anyone was ever in the house. No ladder, no nothing. And at first, we thought it was my brother playing a practical joke, but he wasn't in town. My mom later found in the crawl space above my sister's bedroom a bunch of weird shit like candles and pentagrams and pillowcases... And in the popcorn ceiling outside the door to that pull-down was the word sin. Whoa. But weird shit happened there all the time. Uh, My sister and my mom used to wake up with sleep paralysis, feeling like someone was holding them down, and they couldn't move or talk or anything. I remember my dad saying he heard voices in the basement of a little girl, but he just told me that he... Oh, but he just told me that he doesn't remember that. After what happened to me, I refused to stay there by myself, so I would always have someone over with me, or I would go to the store with my dad to avoid being home alone. Uh, Another time I was there with a friend, and we heard footsteps on the basement stairs and clicking of the breaker box before we booked it out of there. Okay, finding stuff in the attic, that is scary. Um, I never knew that. Yeah, okay, let's... Break it down? Let's break it down. Number one, why are you heating up the knife, Alyssa? She is, I love her so much, but she, she's a little, she's a little bit crazy. She's a crazy girl. <laughs> crazy. Uh, yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I love Making that sure I, that is so crazy. She's ready. So, it, is this story more about a potential break-in i don't know because <laughs> it feels more break-in-y than anything else um, or that scary stuff could have been there from before they moved in sorry spam risk motherfucking time jesse we're working okay <laughs> shut your fucking mouth shut your fucking mouth right <laughs> but it could have been from before they moved in Stuff that was written up there. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know if it was a break-in. Anytime I hear anyone it almost sounds on the like door, a break-in, but I'm going to just it. die. But they said she said they didn't find any evidence of anyone in the house. I don't know. It's a, it is it's a, it is a very scary story, for sure. Whether it's supernatural or not is yet to be um, decided. Yeah. But it is very spooky. Um, my other question that I would pose to Alyssa, we're, we'll have to have her on the pod sometime. Um, I know. She didn't live in Boston. Well, that's her fault. Stupid city. Boston. Anyway. Anyway. Um. What my, my, my question to her would have been, um, why did you heat up the knife? <laughs> did you? That, like, I love the way she writes it, too. I might as well burn them, too. Yeah. If I'm stabbing somebody, might as well burn them, too. Make doubly sure. Doubly sure. get them. Fire pierce. Fire pierce. I just, it's exactly crazy to me. Uh, um, but my other thing is, like, why didn't you call the police? Were yeah. you so convinced that it was more likely to be supernatural? Yeah. That you were like, I can't call the police. They're going to laugh at me and put me in the loony bin. Well, she was little, so it probably... How old? 
I don't know, when they lived in that house, I think they lived in that house up to, like, when we were, I don't know, when we were maybe 16. So that probably happened when she was, like, anywhere from 10 yeah. to 13. All right. Have you seen Criminal Minds? You can be a child and call the police. I mean, I guess, but maybe, what I'm saying is maybe it didn't go through her head. I guess. Maybe I, she was just like, fucking... I need to fucking hide. Let me hide right now with this knife. Yeah, and no one's coming knife. because you're not telling anybody. Yeah, that's fair. Hey, don't worry. My big sister's coming. No. What is that? If know. you had a break-in and you called me, mm-hmm. I mean, granted, I would then call the police, of course. Yeah. But I, I, I feel like I almost would be like, Raven, why are you calling me? Call the cops. I know. <laughs> There's a break-in. What the fuck? I know. God. Um. I don't know, but that sounds super scary. Home break-ins are, like, the scariest thing ever to me. Like, mm-hmm. because I lived alone for so long and will again in the future. Like, I can't... So I, I couldn't even watch the show You on Netflix. Um, oh, about yeah. that guy who, like, is obsessed. Because someone told me there's a scene where he's, like, in the girl's house. And she comes home from someplace. And he's, like, hiding in the closet. Like, that is so scary to me. That someone, like, invades the the space where you feel safe yeah that's what my friend hiding luna, and you don't know they're there that's what luna was saying that like, she's ugh. she's more scared when it comes to like scary movies specifically yeah. she's she would rather watch like freddy krueger or something supernatural where yeah. it's like okay this probably can't happen right as opposed to a break-in movie or yeah. something like that like the first purge movie or something that. like that i'm just, just bringing like that up people. i just know that that movie has to do with the break-in i've never seen the that's purge just like movies. random people committing crimes because they're allowed to right the first one had more of a storyline where it followed a specific thing. Oh, okay. And then it got crazy. Okay. Is my understanding of it. Like I said, I've never watched The Purge because I think The Purge is fundamentally flawed in its ideology. That, I know, I've heard you talk about that it. That people are only, they only have morals because of laws or something like that. I think that's yeah. absolute horseshit. Yeah. Like, just because murder is illegal, that's not the only thing keeping people from murdering. People also have, like, common decency and and self-realized morals because of evolution and other reasons. Like, we, that's a a topic for another day. The only thing I would do if the purge was a thing is steal. I would steal from the second I woke up to the second I went to bed. I would just go to stores and take everything I want. Yeah, it, it would be hard. I think... Because, like, it depends on how, if it was, like, real-life purge, yeah. then, yeah, I would probably do some theft and some light theft and steal from ultra-rich people yeah. and not feel bad about that. But, mm-hmm. like, I also, like, I don't know. I guess I would be afraid of people being stupid and, murder, you know what I mean? some light murdering. Do some light assault and stuff. Like, yeah. what if I'm trying to steal something and somebody's like, hey, I want that. And they just pull out a gun. It's like, I don't want to deal with that drama. That's fair. That probably happened at, like, Best Buy. Oh, a million percent. Um, but I would go to, like, Bath like, and Body, Bath and Body Works. Works. <laughs> yeah, and I would take so many candles. So many candles. Wouldn't that be nice? Candles are so expensive. God, so expensive. But I so tell everybody... Expensive. If you're looking for three wick candles and you don't want to spend twenty four dollars at Bath and Body Works, you got to go to Walmart because Walmart has a huge selection of three wick candles and they're three dollars and thirty three cents. Wow, good good smells. Great smells. The last wow. time I was there, they had a crispy treats scented candle, exactly like you're sticking your face in a box of Rice Krispie treats. Oh, crispy treats. Okay, got it. Amazing. 
fun. So that's, that's the trick. Kind of cool. Yeah. Anyway. We're still looking for sponsorships, by the way, gang. And uh, Rice Krispie Treats. Hit me up. Yeah, Walmart also. Bath and Body Works, even though we snubbed you and we like you all in the same sentence. I love Bath and Body Works. I yeah, hit us up. Hit us up. Um, anyway. So, yeah. I, I mean, do have another story I want to talk about. Oh, please. Go for it. Okay. Have you heard the story of Elisa Lamb? Elisa Lamb? Elisa. E-L-I-S-A. Elisa Lamb. No, have you heard the story of Namblan? Oh my god. <laughs> Namblan? <laughs> Namblan. Raven met a lady at her work. Named Namblan. What is it? Nan? Like N A N? N A N. N A N, first name. Last name B L A N N. Blan. Namblan. Just know, as you're listening to this podcast and we're talking about some spooky stuff and you're trying to. Maybe your beliefs are getting questioned. Just remember that there's a person in the world whose name is Nan Bland. Okay? That'll oh my god, right there's up. another there's another lady when I talked about Nan Bland at work. Um they told me about another lady named Sandy Ferrandi. Get out of town. Are you serious? I'm serious. Sandy Ferrandi. Some people don't deserve to have children. That's crazy. That's my Your names can't rhyme. Oh, You're bro. in it for your whole life. You're gonna get made fun of. Oh, here's an interesting follow-up. The Sandy Frandy though, mm-hmm. is her legal first name Sandy, or is it a nickname? I don't know. In our system, it's Sandy. Hate it. Hate yeah. that. Yeah, that's something else, man. I oh boy. I know. I really think. I think I'd rather be Nan Bland. Than Sandy for Andy. Yeah. Nan is also an interesting name because it's like what you call your grandma. Yeah. It it's is. It's not like someone's name. I know. I don't even know what it could be short for or if it's just Nan. Nana. It's a know. grandma name. That's weird. Anyway. Okay. So, Go Elisa Lamb. Have you heard of the Cecil Hotel? Cecil Hotel? Yes. Okay. So, she was a like 21 year old. Um, student from Canada, I think, and mm-hmm. she came um, to California for vacation, and she stayed at the. I think it's Cecil. She stayed at the Cecil Hotel. I think it is Cecil. Um, and sh- her, she's like part of a true crime case. It's like very famous. Um, but the crazy like happenings of her case are like very unexplainable and a lot of people think like ghosts or demons or like other dimensions were involved because she was like they have like records of her like texting her family and stuff like normal stuff like she went to like go sightsee and she went to different stores and restaurants and stuff Mm -hmm. and then um she went missing for 19 days and they couldn't figure out what happened to her there's like no she like vanished without a trace they could not find her and then um, there was a lot of talk because the Cecil Hotel is and has always been known for housing like scary people. Like yeah. serial killers have stayed there. It's like there's a whole documentary pimps. on it. Yeah, on Netflix there's a whole documentary on how it's on it. like the murder hotel or yeah. whatever. Um, a lot of scary stuff has happened there. Um. So there was like a lot of speculation that something scary happened to her. And then there was a video found of her. She was in an elevator 
You really haven't heard of this? Starting to sound Is she Asian? Yes. Yes. Okay. So she's in the elevator. And she gets in the elevator. You see this all in like CCTV footage. Mm -hmm. She gets in the elevator and she hits like every single button. And then the elevator doors are stuck open. Like they won't close. And she's like in the corner of the elevator. And then you see her like stick her head outside the elevator door to like look down the hallways. Like like both ways. And then she goes back in. And then you see her, she goes in and out like a couple times and then she goes out and you see her and she's like looking down the hallway and she's like waving her hands around, like talking, like crate, like talking and going like crazy with her hands. Yeah. So it looks like she's talking to someone. And then, um, she like gets back in the elevator and then she runs out of the elevator and that's like the last she's ever seen. Mm-hmm. And then eventually like 19 days after she goes missing, they find her in the water tank. Like on the on roof, top of right? The, on yeah. the roof. Holy shit. Um. And she's dead in the water tank. And it's just, yeah, like, a very actually. mysterious um, thing. What they... I In the couple articles I was reading, like, what they... The police ultimately came to was that she had, like... She was diagnosed bipolar. And they think she might have had, like, undiagnosed schizophrenia or something. Mm-hmm. And she was, like, seeing things. And she needed to hide. So she hid in the water tank and accidentally drowned. Mm. That's, like, what they think happened. Interesting. But there's a lot of theories because the of elevator course. video is so like It's very eerie. I've it's watched so it. eerie. Like you're like, what is she doing? Like yeah. what, is there anyone there? Is she just seeing things? Is someone following her? Like what is happening? But then I was reading this thing. One of the theories about the elevator video is that she was playing a Korean game called the elevator game. Uh-huh. Excuse me. And according to this article... Do, 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 do. Korean elevator game. Yeah. Um, supposedly originates from Korea, although some may say... Some say it may be from a different East Asian country. The general idea behind this spooky game is that you enter a new dimension if you press on elevator buttons in a specific order. Oh. So they think that she was trying to do this and trying to enter a different dimension. Um, That's an uh, interesting game. Yeah. So to play, you need to be in a building with at least 10 floors and an elevator. You have to play alone, and the game will only work if there's no one around to mess with a specific button order. So people can't like get in the elevator with you and hit other buttons. Or you have to up. play alone? You have to play alone. Oh, wow. Would you do it? No. You wouldn't do it? No, I would not. Oh, man. Like, I don't, I mean, I don't think anything would happen. And the whole time I would be, like, waiting for someone to come into the elevator and be like, what the fuck are you doing? Stop hitting all the buttons. Oh, God. And I would be, like, What if you What if you went to another dimension? Um, what would another dimension even look like? It's so vague. It's really vague. I don't know. God, just makes me think of Stranger Things now. Don't talk about Stranger Things. I love it so much. Okay. The game's rules are convoluted, but writer... Lucia Lucia Peters provides a thorough breakdown in her blog, The Ghost in My Machine. So here's a general explanation of the rules of the elevator game. Ready? Okay. Okay. Once you enter the first floor, you have to press the floor buttons in a certain order. This is the order. Four, two, six, two, ten, five. Naturally. When you reach the fifth floor, you might meet a mysterious woman. 
Don't look at her or speak to her because she's reportedly not human and could take you away. Then press the button for the first floor. Are you following? Uh-huh. Okay. If the elevator goes up to the 10th floor, the ritual worked. So you hit one, but if it goes up to 10, then you're going to the other dimension. Wow. Um, when you enter the other dimension, it'll look like the building that you're in, except you'll be all by yourself. At this point, your electronics may not work and the lights may be completely off. To return to your world, you'll need to press the same buttons that took you to this other dimension. Get off at the wrong time and you may never see your dimension again. That sounds like not a fun game. No. I need to hear like the pros of this other dimension. I, you know what, though? You know what this does remind me of, though? What? It reminds me of all those kind of, like, look in the mirror and say Bloody Mary three times and she'll show up. And it's like, there's no yeah. upside to that. Yeah. If she were to show up, hypothetically, like, they'll you, you'll die. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not a good thing. Or I know. whatever. So, yeah, that's crazy. Watching, I don't know, man. Watching her odd behavior in the elevator video, some were convinced that Lamb had played the game and summoned something supernatural. Mm. Yeah. yeah I feel like if you watch that thing though Then you'll be able to see which button she presses I know And I don't I think maybe people like Explain it as like she's confused Or she can't remember the rules or something Because mm. I'm pretty sure she just presses all the buttons Yeah Which makes me think that she's not playing that freaking game Yeah But it's so scary. Like, the thing that makes the most sense in my head is that she had undiagnosed schizophrenia or something that would cause her to have, like, auditory hallu- hallucinations. Um, that would, like, con- make her convinced that she had to hide. Yeah, paranoid schizophrenics all the time. Think that yeah. somebody's after them or whatever. Sometimes it's the government. Sometimes it's supernatural things or yeah. whatever. Because, and- like, what? why are you getting in the water tank? I don't know. Is only to me. It's like only one of two reasons. Either someone is holding a gun to your head, saying "Get in the fucking water tank," or you're convinced I have to hide right now. The only place for me to hide is inside this water tank. Yeah, I just can't even imagine that. It just seems like such a weird place to hide. I know. I don't know. I don't know. It's very interesting, and it's horrible because. It's said that they only, like, looked into the water tank because people in the hotel were complaining that the water pressure was really low and that it tasted funny. Ew, 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 gross, 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 gross. Horrible. That sucks. I know. Oh, boy. So scary. That story of Lisa Lamb is so sad. I see so many TikToks about, like, the people post, like, it's, like, POV, like, you're me and you just got to heaven and they're holding like a clipboard and it's like they're looking for elisa lamb they're like tell me everything every detail what happened i need to know know. step by step that's like so true like i would love to know what happened yeah that is that poor girl spooky um it is spooky but it's one of my favorite true crime stories i ghosty stories okay so i found a couple of things okay um I have some a quick little story. Um, this is one that I found on the internet, mm-hmm. weirdly on the Travel Channel. 
of all fucking places. Okay. Honestly, I, I looked around for a long time. I was, like, trying to look for, like, spooky ghost stories, scary ghost stories. It's easy. It's easier to just find, like, scary stories in mm-hmm. general. But then it starts getting into some, like, wild shit where you're yeah. like, that's insane. Like, yeah. I'll give ghosts a pass, but there's no fucking way that it's this mm-hmm. crazy monster or whatever. Um, And a lot of them were, like, some of them were just, like, silly. It was just, like... Yeah, and then the glass fell off the table. Weird. The glass never falls off the table. Yeah. And it was just like, okay, that's your ghost story that you're submitting to BuzzFeed? Like, yeah. what? Anyway, here's some that I found that were decent. Mm-hmm. I was camping with my husband and his family at a small remote lake in New Mexico. There were about 10 people in our group and another group of six people in the next campsite. It was nighttime, and both groups were doing typical activities, making s'mores, having a few drinks, and telling stories, when we all heard what sounded like a little girl yelling for help. Neither group had children with them, but we were all positive we were hearing a little girl and decided to search the area we heard the noises from together. Now, this is the interesting part because you're talking about potentially 16 different adults Witnessing the same All thing. All witnessing and hearing the same thing. Okay. There was a field behind our campsites, and we all saw a very tall, pure white figure standing maybe 100 feet away from us in the field, making the noises. We all agreed this thing looked maybe six feet tall, skinny, and white as can be. We made our way closer to investigate, but whatever it was started backing off as we got closer, and it disappeared into the trees. All night, we continued to hear a little girl calling for help as we tried to sleep. Mm. Spooky. That is spooky. It's much harder to explain something that so many people see that's what i mean like assuming that that person who's telling the story is telling the truth Mm because obviously we're not talking to all 16 people we're getting an account from one person who's just saying we all saw it so let's assume that that is true then that is a, a much more difficult thing to explain away so they all saw a woman in a white no it was just a figure oh it was just a about six foot tall skinny all white figure. Oh. And as they got closer to it, it moved away into the woods. Because I was going to say, what if it was a person? What if it was a six foot tall person just trying to scare them? Possible. It's totally possible that, and it, cause that they, is They didn't say it like it vanished into thin air. They said it backed away into the woods. Exactly. I it's don't know. Possible. I don't know. I've also heard many like kind of cryptid um, for people who don't know. Cryptid is like a fancy word for like monster, like legendary monsters like or mythological monsters, the Jersey Devil, so on and so forth. Oh, I love the Jersey Devil. So do I. Um, and I've heard of a lot of different cryptids and monsters and stuff that are able to disguise their voice and they can make oh. themselves sound like children asking for help. That way, you go, you look for the kid because mm-hmm. you're trying to help them, and then they snatch you. Um, but I, I, some of that I just feel like is just, uh, I don't know. It, it just, like, for example, the Jersey Devil, right? Yeah. The Jersey Devil is supposed to have this, like, 
terrible screeching scream, right? Oh, yeah. But a lot of people have never heard what a bobcat sounds like when it screams. And it screeches. A bobcat screech is freaking terrifying. In fact, I'm actually going to look it up and play it for you. And While you're doing that, I'm reading this article from the Pinelands Alliance. And it says, uh, the Jersey Devil is described as a kangaroo-like creature with the face of a horse, the head of a dog, bat-like wings, horns, and a tail. For more than 250 years, this mysterious creature is said to prowl through the marshes of South Jersey. I do like low-key being from New Jersey. <laughs> and having the having the our devil. own fucking yeah. cryptid is so sick. It like is I great. love that. Have you heard about the place in California that has a cryptid that's just pants? Oh, yes, I have. There's like wild if you go to like actually look at cryptids from other countries and other cultures, there are some wild ones. I like that their cryptid is just pants. We should do a whole episode on cryptids. Yeah. Tell us guys as you you're listening, or you, one you like, if you have a favorite cryptid, um, a cryptid that you heard about somewhere, a monster that you're like really into, maybe there's one from your hometown. Um, let us know. Email us in Hesse and Maven um, at gmail.com. or DM us, or you can also DM us at Hesse and Maven over there on Instagram. Um, but yeah, just let us know um, what kind of cryptids you guys would like us to talk about. But that being said, here, without further ado, let me give you a little bit of a bobcat. Okay. Wait for I'm it. Ready? Wait for it. It's bird that's a screech it's pretty scary yeah this i'd be scared somebody if i heard that at night especially it. yeah this is somebody videotaping a bobcat scream in the woods at night yeah. so it's just like they're using their phone which is why the quality isn't like yeah but spectacular. you can still tell it's super scary yeah and that's people used to think that that was the jersey devil and but if you grow up on a farm like dad had always told us like, oh no, yeah. it's, it's a bobcat. Like, yeah. Pop used to do blah blah blah. Yeah, bobcat. yeah, yeah. It's, it's bobcat. Um, so you just kind of get used okay. to that. But yeah, it's, it's cool. Um, stuff like that. I think that's all that kind of stuff is very interesting. Have you heard the most widely held belief about the origin of the Jersey Devil? No. This, according to his website, it says Mrs. Leeds, a resident of Estelleville. Um, was distraught when she learned she was expecting for the 13th time. Goodness gracious. In disgust, she cried out, let it be the devil. The story continues oh. that the child arrived and it was a baby devil. The creature then gave a screech, unfolded its wings, and flew out the window and into the adjacent swamp. Yeah, I actually have heard that origin story before. Wow. Isn't that crazy? There's a picture of an ad on here for the Ninth and Arch Museum. It says, caught and here, alive, the Leeds devil, captured Friday after a terrific struggle. Swims, flies, gallops, a living dragon. Jeez. Theater, ten cents, admits to all. Wow. That's wild. 
Um, it's kind of funny that this Mrs. Leeds woman is on her 13th kid and is finally like, enough's enough. Yeah. Just let 12, this baby be a fine, demon and let it go. Yeah. I mean, I mean, just think if if women had the right to health care at that time. They wouldn't have, have to wish we for We could have demons. avoided the Jersey Devil because she could have gotten an abortion and had access to normal health care. That's Let- why us here at Hessian Maven, we're pro-choice because we want mm-hmm. less Jersey Devils in the world. Yeah. And the only way to do that is with comprehensive health care. Someone should make that ar- that argument to the, right to privacy. the people who decide things. Um, listen. The people who decide things? They're called politicians. The people who decide things. <laughs> listen, we could either have abortions or we can have Jersey Devils. Uh, take your pick, dude. Take your pick. I know, especially because most uh, we, we won't get into it because I'm gonna I'll get fired up if we start talking about pro choice, pro life shit. I know. <laughs> I will get so fired up. Anyway, um, another thing I wanted to talk about as I was looking around for like scary stories and ghost stories and stuff mm-hmm. like that is something um, that I already had heard about while we were. I think Raven. I think you were with us. Um, we were. I, when I say with us, I think I think you were there. Is what I, I mean. was alive. Um, like spe- yes, alive, but also like specifically there. Okay. I think I learned this on um, a like a horse drawn carriage tour of Charleston, South Carolina. Oh, okay. Remember when we went with Dad? I do. Bop. Oh, don't even. <laughs> Our cousin calls her father bop yeah it's a whole thing raven now i feel like i gotta explain the whole bop story before i even get into the thing i wanted to talk about (laughs) it's fine people want to know about bop yeah okay well our cousins on my dad's side grew up in georgia with my aunt who's a wackadoo and at the time her husband who also is pretty fucking wackadoo and they're just like strict white sort of conservative christian parents Mm -hmm. but like they take it to a weird level like i don't know very bible belt of them yeah and like at any time like they would be like hey aaron like they would have to answer yes ma'am yeah and that was already weird and then they called their dad Bop, which yep. is just weird. Like, B-O-P. Bop. Bop. What the fuck? So then one night, doesn't matter, we were staying at their house, and my Aaron is... Aaron, my Aaron... <laughs> God damn <laughs> My cousin Aaron is choking on, like, an ice cube or something. Yeah. And I panic, because I'm, like, I don't know, 10, 11, 12, <laughs> pick an age. I'm, I'm uh-huh. young. Too young to know the Heimlich or actually do anything. So I just start screaming, Bop! 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 And eventually, because it's an ice cube, I think it just melted and she was fine. But, yeah, I was freaking out. Anyway. Anyway. That's that story. Thanks for that, Raven. Um, So, okay. Couple of things. Number one. Are you familiar with, I'm going to give you two phrases slash terms, and I want you to think about them. Okay. One is the graveyard shift. Yes. You're familiar with what that is? Yes. It's like working all night. Yeah. Overnight, specifically. And the phrase, for whom the bell tolls. I have heard. You've heard of that expression as well? 
those expressions both come from this one thing. And it comes from the idea that back in the day, before science and explanations and that kind of stuff, where that you could figure out some things. Okay. Um, people had sort of this um, disorder that happens every once in a while where you, um, you, you go catatonic. I forget the exact name of the disorder or the disease or whatever, but essentially people thought you were dead. Mm -hmm. You go catatonic. You're like in a coma mm -hmm. um, and people think that you're dead. Um, so in the past, Oh, I know before what you're about to say. People were, mm -hmm. Before people understood this disease, people used to be mistakenly buried alive. Yeah. It's one of my worst fears. So after, you know, newspapers are, are reporting on these different kinds of terrible endings and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't even know how they found out about it originally because mm -hmm. they think the body's... I don't know how they figured out about it. I don't know. But eventually, it became so prevalent that they started building a device so that they would still bury the body and, and put it in a coffin and do all this kind of stuff. But they would then put a string through the ground, <clears throat> through the coffin, into the hands of the either dead or sleeping person. Mm -hmm. It would go up into the ground and it would attach to a bell. Yep. That way, if you woke up and you were in a coffin, you could ring a bell. But then that also meant that you had to have somebody on duty checking the yeah. cemetery the for bell shift. noises. Yeah. The graveyard shift. What a fucking nightmare. <laughs> could you imagine? No. You no, I could wake not. Up no. No. That is an. Oh, I would God. probably have a heart. I would probably have a heart attack and die. Yeah, no. How scary is the that? The panic I'll that would that set in. Instagram. Oh my would God. be next level panic. I can't even imagine. God. Like, and my luck, I would like pull the string and it would like detach from the bell, <laughs> and there'd be no bell ringing because I broke my string. So I'd just be dead in the fucking dirt. Oh God. That's horrible. I don't know. It's so crazy. Horrible. They talk about this in an episode of Hey Babe. And Chris says, that's why if I was like a coroner or whatever, I would Chris says, I would just bring a gun and I would just shoot everyone just to make doubly <laughs> sure they were dead. And Sal's like, I would just bring like a feather. Just do like a little tickle on the bottom of the I foot. Know. See if a little twitch happens. He's like, just put the gun away. Just get a feather. I know. Gun seems a little heavy handed yeah, because like if the person's like full blown sleeping catatonic and you just shoot them in the head, you're like, I mean, yeah, they yeah. are dead now, but yeah. they weren't dead before you did that. Yep. These aren't zombies that you have to like put down extra good. No. Jeez Louise. No, that's too, that's too much. It is crazy to think about. Um. Man. Did you know really quick? Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep jumping back to this because I keep reading about it. Okay. That one of the first reported Jersey Devil sightings was in 1812 with Napoleon Bonaparte's older brother. No. Joseph Bonaparte claimed he wow. saw the devil while hunting near his Bordentown estate. He had an estate in Bordentown. Fascinating. 
Sightings occurred and the legend grew, fueled by animal attacks, strange footprints, and reports filled by eyewitnesses who supposedly encountered the beast. Fly rival of Leeds Devil has Jersey people frightened is the headline of this article. Hoofprints in the snow, whirring noises in the air, and other uncanny manifestations reach Bordentown and Mount Holly after making sensation in lower counties. Oh, Jesus. Where natives remain indoors after sundown. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Joseph Bonaparte. It is crazy to name one kid Joseph and another kid Napoleon. Yeah. But that's... Yeah. Okay. Oh, did I tell you I added a name to my list of baby names that I really love? No. For girls? No, lay it on me. I heard it the other day at work and I was like, oh my god, I really like that. Okay. Um, where is it? I have a While you while you look for it, I'll okay. just riddle off. Um I've always had this weird idea of and some of this had to do when I was a little like more obsessed with the fact that I'm like a little fucking Italian in the sense that like I'm like a quarter Italian mm-hmm. and like I really leaned into that because as white people we don't have like a huge culture of our own so we just cling on to the percentages of our ancestry.com yep. results you know and you're like hey I'm 10% Norwegian I have to learn everything there is to know about Norwegian and it's like oh I drink black coffee because I'm Nordic <laughs> or like I like cold weather because is that why anyway, you drink black coffee? No, I drink black coffee because I enjoy black coffee, oh. but I say that it's because I'm Nordic or whatever. Oh. Anyway, um, I've always had this idea of, like, naming um, my kid, like, a super Italian-sounding name. Okay. For example, and this is the, the example that I always give. Mm-hmm. I would name my son um, or my child Vincenzo. Okay. Because I like the name Vincenzo. And then I had this idea that, like, he'll probably be called Vinny by his um, friends mm-hmm. and his peers. and But I will always call him Vincenzo. And okay. he'll hate it. And he'll resent that. Um, yeah. Dad, call me, call me Vinny. I'm Vinny. Yeah. Hey, I didn't name you Vinny. I named you Vincenzo. I feel Your like... Your name is Vincenzo. But then, when he gets older... He will come to appreciate and respect his given name. When he's a mob boss? When he's a mob boss. Because I feel like that's what you're setting him up when for with that name. When he's part of the Gambinos. Yeah. Yeah. When he's doing hits. When he's taking people out to sleep with the fishes. Yeah. Yeah. That's the life you're leading him towards. I really just like the name Vincenzo a lot. I used to like the name Giuseppe a lot, but my Aunt Lori calls Joey that every yeah. time that he gets in trouble. Giuseppe. I don't like, I don't love that because in my head I think like J-O-S-E-P-P-Y. Oh, see, no, I know how to spell, so. <laughs> I feel like what it would look like. It's G-I-U-S, like, I don't know how many S's there are, and how many P's, but it's it's G-I-U, I think. What if it was J-O-S-E-P-P-Y? Would you still like it? No. <laughs> no, because then it, would, it wouldn't look Italian, it would look stupid. I would hate it. <laughs> if it ended in an I, I'm 50% more likely to like it. But then because it ends in a Y, y I'm like, get the fuck out of here. When yeah. you I had someone come into the pharmacy yesterday with a double I 
It was Karen. K-A-R-I-I-N. Some people, dude. Right? Speaking of which, shout out to my buddy Kyle. Spells his name K-Y-L-L-E. Double L. Which is a lot of fun. I enjoy it a lot because I'm a good friend and I know how to spell his name, so I always spell it right. Mm -hmm. And then in our group text, Caitlin, my horrible roommate, Caitlin. I hate you, Caitlin. (laughs) She will spell it just normal Kyle. Yeah. And Kyle, with two L's, Mm -hmm. is too nice and sweet to correct her every time. Yeah, I won't say anything. I wouldn't say anything if it was me. I do. Because I grew up with the nickname Jesse, mm-hmm. and it's it sure specifically did. spelled with a, I did, it's yep. specifically spelled with a Y, J E S S Y, and I always correct people when it's spelled any other way because I hate it spelled any other way. Yeah. If you're gonna call me by a name that is not my fucking name, you're gonna spell it right. Cause like frankly, I'm Justin, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like I want to be called Justin most of the time. So if you're going to stick to this, stick to your guns and call me by my childhood nickname, then you're going to fucking spell it right at yeah. the very least. I trained someone at Disney. I was a trainer and I trained someone one time and our training was six days long and I wore a name tag. So Raven was written on my name tag. Um, for the entirety of our training and on the sixth day when I said bye to her and was like good luck tomorrow um, because the seventh day was like your assessment where a different trainer would assess how well you understood your training Um, Mm -hmm. uh, she looked me in my eyeballs and said oh thank you so much Robin this has been such a good experience I'll see you um, after tomorrow she looked you in your eyeballs she she looked me in my eyeballs with my name tag saying Raven facing her Oh and called me Robin boy. still. And I said, okay, great. See you next week. I just, I didn't, I wanted to like point at the name tag and be like, what? What? Robin? Okay, really quick. A different ready, bird. I like that. Ready for the name I added to my list oh, of yes, yes, yes. feminine leaning names that I like? Yes. Wallace. What? Wallace. W-A-L-L-A-C-E. What do you mean? What do you mean, what do I mean? Wallace? Wallace. I really like it. And this is a feminine-leaning name for yeah. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wally is the nickname. Oh, yeah. Wally is the nickname, is it? <laughs> that makes it better. I like it. Do you? Yeah. Hey, everybody listening to the podcast. We're about to wrap it up. If you could just do us all a real big solid, just send us over an email at hessianmaven at gmail.com. What do you think of the name Wally slash Wallace <laughs> for your feminine-leaning child? Okay? It's we a good name. We don't love to put genders on things, but if we did just <laughs> hypothetically put a more feminine gender on a child um, and its name was Wallace... <laughs> But hey, hey, guys, don't get hung up on Wallace because for its nickname, we call it Wally. It's, okay? it's cute. There's a, there's a, um, I think there's a person named Wallace Simpson mm-hmm. who like a king like left his wife for her. Oh. Yeah. I thought that they were a murderer inside the Cecil Hotel. Oh my God. All right, gang. Well. That's this week's episode of Hesse and Maven. Um, shout out to Die Young for our intro and outro song, Fiona Flower. Great stuff. Love to hear it. Um, 
Again, we do have an Instagram, Hessian Maven. We also do have that email over at Gmail, if I haven't said it enough, hessianmaven at gmail.com. Send us your ideas. Send us some questions, you know? Are you having some trouble in your life? Do you, are you looking for some advice? Me and Raven can stumble our way through that. Do you like the we name will Wallace? Try. How do we feel about the name Wallace? I need to know that I'm not alone in hating the name. No, you are alone. That's what I mean. We're going to pick size. Are you team Wallace slash Wally? Or are you team Vincenzo slash Vinny? Oh, my God. <laughs> That's the vote here. You are alone on that team. We'll see. We will see. All right. Um, well, that's it for us here. So just please tune in next week where we talk about something else. Bye. Bye.